Right, good evening. Welcome to the uh, 12-man podcast. Um, I suppose it's like an international break special. Um, no game to review, but plenty to, plenty to preview. We've got me, Steve Jackson. I'm in the, I'm in the main chair, as usual. Uh, we've got John Donovan with us. Evening, JD. Hello, Steve. How are you, boys? Okay. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, we've got John Cutler with us. Evening, John. All right, gents. Evening. And special guest tonight, we've got... Um, Mr. Mr. Fanzine himself, Mr. Fly Me to the Moon. Here we've got Mr. Rob Nichols. Evening, Rob. Evening, evening, everyone. How are you all doing? All good. Having oh, a break. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It feels weird. It feels so long since the Chelsea game. It's been a bit of a nice break. It's been, yeah. Best and ready to go again for nine massive games. So, yeah. Did anybody. Sorry, Steve, I was just going to ask, did anybody take any games over the weekend? I know there was a lot of non-league action, but uh, to be fair, I just, uh, I didn't bother anyway. I just spent uh, spent family time. Uh, anybody else do out? No, recharging. A bit like the players have been recharging the batteries ready to go for Saturday. Yeah, I wasn't at anything either. And I'd probably get shot down for that. I tried to promote as many as I could because it was fantastic. The the non-league day was a, is, is a is a great... Uh, it's a great thing, isn't it? It must be a massive boost for so many clubs, coppers. Yeah, I, went yeah. I went to Red Cat Athletic. Oh, good. Did you wear red? Yes. It was good. It was warm, but it was good. About, uh, I think it says it was about 400 there. It was good. It was well, good. Um, Mr. Bamboo was there. Um, obviously, oh, being, he's, he's officially sponsored this year, isn't he, by Red Cat? So, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. It was... Uh, Weird not supporting either side. It was just nice and chilled, and uh, yeah, it was good. Nice, nice, uh, nice afternoon by the seaside. So, yeah, massive success for non-league day. I say it was four quid to get in, so can't grumble, can you? No. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a chat about a massive. Um, what is it? Is it six weeks now? We've got six weeks between now and Preston. Um, um, nine games, um, all corners of the country, from up here to Bournemouth to Swansea. To, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a ride. I can't wait to jump on and start on Saturday. And then we'll um, yeah we'll talk about Saturday. Obviously a massive start uh, with with Peterborough on the road. Three thousand seven hundred Borough fans packed in behind that goal. Not like it used to be. I preferred the old standing area behind the goal. That used to be class. That. Um, Apart from when I knew you put me head through the roof when um, Ishmael Miller scored. Um, but, yeah, we'll have a chat about that a bit later. But um, I'll start with you, Rob. Obviously, um, welcome. Thank you very much for popping Cheers. on. Um, what have you made of Borough's season so far? It's been massive ups and downs and changes and uh, excitement, drops. I think we've had a bit of every feeling going so far. Mm. What have you made of the... The 37 games plus a few cup games so far. Well, first things first, to be actually able to go and watch all the games home and away again has just been brilliant. And and that's been the main thing for me after just incredible that you couldn't go to the football match. So everything's been everything else has been a bonus. And but the the way we've played since well, since Chris Wilder's come in has just been it's been phenomenal. And uh obviously we've yeah, you see ups and downs because our away form was not as, not not nothing like as good as our home form. Yeah, and and I feared, I feared for us when we had the, the four away games in a row, which Peter is the fourth of those games. Were you know worrying would that would that shoot down our season? Um, but it could be that that draw at Millwall. I mean, not a lot happened in that game, but that could be an absolutely vital game because. It could be that we might win the last two, two of those away games and and draw that 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 that, that second game, and suddenly those those four games, um, having have really launched the, the 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 end of the season. So yeah, all in all, it's been really good in the league, and then the cup runs was was just was 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 tremendous, and it it really it really got everybody enthused again, didn't it? I thought Man United watching the penalties reminded me so much of the League Cup game uh, at Liverpool with Ito Karanka in the same in, and in the same way it sort of 
it, it got people falling in love with the team and the manager and everything. Um, and and so for me, there was no question that 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 that, that cup run has has really helped the season. But it, it's not just helped the leagues. It's 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 more than that. It's just got everybody excited and interested and um, and wanted to buy a season card for next season. <laughs> Yeah, the um, yeah, the 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 initiatives that we've used, obviously our journey, it's been a massive, massive upsell so far. Is it is it five thousand people have signed up already, mm. um, for season cards next year, renewals and new applicants. So it's been a great start so far. Obviously, we've got a lot more coming and a lot more that could obviously sign up. But um, no, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a great. Up and down season, it's been a bit weird. JD, we've been on the road for most of it as well. Um, any particular highlights under the time under Chris Wilder so far? Yeah, there's been a lot. Um, you, you know, it, games games come to life with goals, and um, and and the last minute goals that we scored at Blackpool, um, Mansfield at home to Reading, you, you know, they they stand out. They're special, and obviously. The cup games, um, Man United was fantastic. Uh, close to ten thousand fans there, um, seeing our team battle so hard um, to to earn the right to penalties, and then eight amazingly nervous but fantastically accurate penalties that sent us crazy, and then. Then Tottenham. I mean, Tottenham. Tottenham was great. It's, you know, we 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 thoroughly deserved that. We weren't lucky. I mean, at Man United, I thought we were lucky to to go in only one goal down at half time, but but we we end we end the right in the second half and then extra time for penalties. But against Tottenham, I, I just thought um, we we were we were by far the better team, uh, and for um, Josh Corbin to to sort of come on uh, and hit that fantastic winning goal in extra time was was absolutely unbelievable for him um for the fans uh, uh, for the town like rob said that, that it, it it engaged the whole town in in a cup run um and and it just felt like that uh, it felt like we were all sort of Holding hands together, you know, the whole town behind the club, linking arms, getting together, you know, <laughs> it's brought a real sense of unity. Um, so, so they they've definitely been highlights um, uh, un, under Chris Wilder. But this season so far uh, has been has been a, a great one, and um, I'm I'm hopeful, you know, that we can extend the season by at least two, possibly three games. Yeah, I'm I'm massively hopeful. I'm not going to lie. Um, spoiler, but um, yeah, obviously we'll, we'll give all our predictions a bit there about how we think we'll go and uh, etc. But John, obviously you've been on the road with us as well. You've um, you've experienced the ups and downs. Obviously, you know the the highs of United. Um, spending penalty shootout with uh, with Jeff Winter. Um, him telling me where every single penalty went. Um. To Sheffield United, the disappointing night at Bramall Lane, but we've had some good times on the roads. But um, you know, what's been your personal highlights of what we've had so far? I think the one for me that sticks out. I know Tottenham was massive because you've got fans coming coming to the games, and I'm hoping that they've caught the bug and they want to come back and watch it again. So that was a massive bonus. But for me, when we one 0 down against Reading at home with <clears throat> I think about five minutes to go, and we managed to beat them two one. That reminded me so much of the times we had under Karanka with late goals. In fact, one of them was against Reading. And from then, I've been really positive that we're, we are going to make the playoffs and something special can happen because you can see the players are not giving up till the last... Well, they're not giving up at all until the whistle goes. So for me, that's that's a standout game, Reading at home, when we, when we managed to turn it around. Yeah, that was a, yeah, it was an amazing amazing afternoon by the side. I still can't believe we got that 90-odd minute winner. Unbelievable. Man's Derby, I, I, I loved, I loved giving it a Derby. I really did. That was superb. Yeah, was oh, what a day that was. But um, if I'm being serious, it was it was Tottenham. How, how good, how good was Tottenham at all? It was just one of those nights where you're never gonna forget 
what happened that night. It was just, it was unbelievable. It was better than United. It was just better than anything we've been through so far this year. Uh, give me a taste of what I wanted next season. You know, big nights like that at Riverside. Big teams coming to, coming to town. Uh, full away ends, full Riverside. Yeah, it's what I want. It's what I want to come back. But um, Yeah, the, the, the thing is, I mean, apart from, apart from matches under Karanka, there's never been anything like it for years, has there? I, I know, I know, we were locked out for a year, but, um, but there's there's never been that kind of um, atmosphere at games like there was uh, for, for for Reading, like you say, for, for for Spurs, for Chelsea. There hasn't been atmospheres at games like that for a long, long time. I mean, even under Pulis when we played Villa in the um, in, in the playoffs, it just it, I, I don't know. It just it wasn't like. Um, uh, what we've witnessed this season, uh, and and I think it's it, it's down to it's it's down to the way Chris Wilder's got uh, got the players playing and the fans believing that you know that he he, he can be the man to get us back in the Premier League. I, I, I just think he he's doing a lot of things right. Mm. I think uh, Chris Wilder he, he says he says uh, one thing he says in press conferences, which I think. Um, it's really interesting. It doesn't always get picked up upon. Is that he wanted to make it so that the that the players at the Riverside, so that the fans were the twelfth man <laughs> at the Riverside, but the, the, the uh, equally he didn't want the fans to be on the backs of the players because he said that he, he said that often it could be like you you you've lost a player. You you could be down to 10, 10 men. So he wanted the players to be able to feel they could they could play without fear and and feel that that. That, that it really was their home, and that's happened, doesn't it? And that we yeah. many times in the past we we've seen uh, times eras. I remember with Tony Mowbray and maybe Southgate. You know, even going back to that those times where players have looked like they were scared as they're running onto the pitch, and maybe some of the fans have booed some of our own players even in the warm ups or whatever. And that we've 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 moved so far from that atmosphere, and that's so important, isn't it? I think it's quite pivotal to 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 the way that we've we've gone on this season. Yeah, I think Wilder, as a manager, he fully gets what the crowd can help the club achieve, you know. And um, and he he's making he's making um, the crowd an integral part of 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 the win, um, which which I think. It is ideal. It's something he's got to do. I think he said, hasn't he, from 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 day one when he came in, he wanted to be an intimidating place to come, as long as we're on the right side of that intimidation that he mm. says. And and I think we can you can go back on numerous podcasts. And one of my biggest gripes over the last few years is that we let we've let teams come here and settle on the ball and and being comfortable. Where under Wilder, we're not we're, we're getting the ball and we're getting at them straight away from minute one. And as the home team. That's the best way of getting the fans behind you. You know, don't let them have too much of the ball and quieten the fans down. And I think that's been a massive, massive improvement under Wilder, mate. Well, that, well that's it, because um, a lot of time under... If you go back to the previous regime under Warnock, we had a lot of... It was a lot of stop-start form at home. You know, we had a couple of wins, but then, you know, that 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 horrible little 1-0 defeated popping and... Then we'd have another win and then, you know, a couple of defeats and it was a bit stop-start. And then, I mean, the defeat against Chelsea, that was the first time we'd lost at home since November. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. Um, it's been a long time since, you know, we've, we've seen a whole, you know, a borough side at Riverside do that. And um, straight away, I mean, that, that home game we lost was the second, second game in charge, you know, since then. He's had another four months in charge, you know. So he's all of a sudden he's gone gone from a newly you know new manager into the club. He's clicked really quickly, and he's 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 he gets it. And I think he's brought the club closer together. And he's brought fans in because he's always said, "I want to bring a, a style of football that if you you know even if we do draw you know one one two two fans go I enjoyed that and I want to come back and I want to watch a bit more and." They say for us to go four months unbeaten at all, it's it's unprecedented. It's not something us Borough fans have been used to the last past you know few years. So you know, long may it continue. I think yeah. we say every week, don't we? You can you can look back at pre recent history of managers we've had, and as soon as they've 
come in, there's been certain fans that haven't really got on board with whether it was Pulis or even under Crank, he had his, his doubters. Whereas I think under Wilder, they've seen his style of football and what he's trying to do with another manager's players, so to speak. And 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 you can come to the cup games and you watch that and who wouldn't want to come back and watch that again? It, your home forms your bread and butter and, and to get fans in that stadium, we need to be doing well at home and he, he's definitely done that. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's, I think that's been the most important part and the most vital part of his, um, his tenure so far that he's, he's turned us into a team that rolls over um, for anybody that comes through his side to, to all of a sudden the, the place becoming the fortress and you know that's that's something I've 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 loved um, you know previous managers have done it Cranker obviously did it uh, I said it, it was even times when Steve McLaren made the Riverside a little bit of a fortress you know teams like United Arsenal Chelsea those teams came in they, they, they went away with nothing so you know it's um, it's 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 refreshing it's it's nice it's enjoyable but um, let's get stuck into these nine games because um, yeah. It's a mixed bag, you know. It's not the easiest of run-ins. It's uh, it's tough. It's going to be grueling. Um, I mean, luckily there's not, you know, the demand of Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday like we've just had for the past five weeks. But um, if you look at the nine games, JD, which one of you are you? Which period are you looking at? That's going to be most crucial for this, I suppose, running towards that playoff spot. Um. They're all going to be they're all going to be difficult in their own way, but um, I'm I'm confident we can get off to a good start uh, on Saturday. Um, I know they've had a bit of a uh, an upturn in form, resulting in the last game was a three-one victory against QPR. Um, but they ship a lot of goals, um, and and I think we can we can get at them on on Saturday, like you say, with a huge following behind us. Uh, and get us off to the perfect start for our last nine, but obviously we've got we've got really tough games. Um, uh, we've got teams above us, you know, like Fulham and Bournemouth to play. Um, long trip to Bournemouth and a long trip to Swansea. Uh, we've got Cardiff at home, Hull, you know. Um, so they're all going to be in their own merit very very difficult. And and obviously as it gets closer to the end of the season. The, the the mental um, pressure builds, which which can affect uh, so many players, so many teams. Um, so I don't want to look too far ahead, um, other than the next game. And and um, you know, let's get through Peterborough, uh, and then you know we we can then just take one one game at a time. Yeah, um, I, I, see that's that's my. You know that's how I look at things. You know I always look at one game at a time. I always take you know whatever happens. You know Fulham next week is you know that's 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 to come. But right now it's Peterborough. But I say I'm looking at the nine fixtures. I don't know if you guys agree that that little period over Easter for me is huge. Obviously we've got Bournemouth Good Friday. We've got Huddersfield Easter Monday. Two. Two teams that are chasing promotion, chasing the playoffs. And it seems if you don't come out of that in a good position, you're struggling. Because they say it's it's game after game, it's quick paced, it's it's gonna be tough. But for me, they're the two games in that little run that are gonna for me, after that, you'll know where you're gonna be in in the next part of the um the running. I say I don't know what you think. It's always big, isn't it? It's always with those two games close together, and, and the, the, they are really hard games. There's quite a bit of travelling as well, and um, Bournemouth have come back to form as well, haven't they? So um, we're, it, it'll be—it's kind of like a, especially the the, the Huddersfield, especially like a six-pointer, isn't it? Because we 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 want them to lose the points as well as us gain them. But uh, first, uh, first of all, we've got. To, We've got to finish Peterborough because we our record away from home against bottom clubs has been pretty terrible, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. What are you going to say, John? Well, we say this every week. There's no easy games in this division. Look at Peterborough going to Loftus Road or the Prince Stadium, whatever it's called. Now we're beating them 3-1. No one would have predicted that before the games. It. I don't think... I think people get a bit too preoccupied with looking at the fixture list. Every game in this division is tough. But on the other hand, 
even Fulham who we can all agree are probably the best team in this division they know they're in for the game when they come up here next week we're, we're no pushovers for anyone now so yeah I, I, I'm, I'm really confident we can do it and I'm pretty certain we will finish in the top six no one will fancy playing us in, in them playoffs either well yeah exactly I mean it's getting to a point now you know we were going we were going along in our, our business you know under the radar but we are massively on the radar now you know we've got after Peterborough on Saturday, we've got three, three of the next four games are all on Sky. So Sky have took notice straight away. If Sky start, start taking notice of you now, they know, you know, they're watching either a team that's up there for promotion or um or they're, or they're struggling to stay up because Derby seems to be on the TV every every other bloody week. So um, mm. you know what I mean? It's they're starting to notice Borough. I know the, the, the calibre of opposition we've got, obviously the top two or the top three. I suppose we've got on the telly because probably say Huddersfield is still in the top three, aren't they? So, um, but you know, have we got to take ourselves and realize we're not going under the radar anymore? We're slap bang in the middle of this running and we are slap bang in the middle of a promotion hunt now because everybody knows what we're about. Well, well, well the one, go on, John. Sorry, no, I was just gonna say we are, we, we, we definitely are in that hunt. Um, so, so yeah, there's this, this. this Every reason why Sky are, are, are following us. Obviously, there's the story there, isn't there? Obviously, Chris Wilder um, coming in and, and and fairly quickly turning our fortunes round. Uh, so, so, so there's that story there. Obviously, we're still perceived as a as a, a one of the big hitters in the championship. Um, so, so yeah, there's no reason why Sky won't uh, will be, be be looking looking at us, and uh, you know. We can we, we can deal with that. I'm I'm sure Chris Wilder's you know um, experienced enough to be able to get the players to um, to focus fully uh, on the job in hand. And um, like I say, just one step at a time and see how it goes. That's what he says, doesn't he? <clears throat> I mean, he 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 won't care whether we're on the radar or not because in his interviews in the past, he said. If we get the chance of getting promotion, he's not going to turn it down. But that wasn't the initial plan. It's just an added bonus. He'll be telling them players now how they've performed against Premier League teams. If this is what you want every week. You've got to do it on a Saturday, Wednesday in a championship. And now he's put us in the position where we are in with a genuine chance of getting in the playoffs and not only getting in them, getting promoted through them. Well, that's it because... Um... And the best thing about us being and then running games where we are on the telly, only one game's changed, like time-wise. There's only Huddersfield that's changed. So in, a, in a way, putting yourself into like a, a little routine, nothing's being knocked in a way. You know, you've still got your quarter-to-eight game against Fulham. You've still got your three o'clock game against Bournemouth. So if you take the aspect of you know the country's eyes on you away from it and you just put yourself in your own little bubble, Nothing's different. Everything's exactly the same. You turn up, you, you play exactly the same time as you're supposed to play weeks ago, and and you, you fo- I suppose in a way that's going to help you focus because you know you're not distracted by oh I've got you know you know routine change a little bit. I've got to get out of bed a little few hours earlier, or you know I've got to go warm up a bit earlier, or I've got to wait a bit longer for the game to start. You know the, the routine doesn't change, and I think I think that's probably the best part about these games being on the telly over Easter. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think that the rest and also the, the results we had just going into the, the break, do you think that's the, it's a boost because there was a little period, wasn't there, where you, you wondered whether clubs were starting to suss us out a bit? You wondered whether there was a lot of pressure being put, put onto Isaiah Jones to unlock defences each game? And and I suppose that if you were to uh, put a question mark on any part of, of our team, it would be it would have to be the forward line, wouldn't it? A lot of our goals are scored from midfield because obviously we absolutely load the box or even on goals. But um, it was so it was very welcome to see Balogun and Connolly uh, getting, if, 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 if Connolly is definitely credit with that goal, uh, getting the goals at Birmingham and then, and then Balogun playing well for the under 21s because, because that, that's probably the only suspect area, isn't it? That, that, that what's happening in, from the forwards. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've mentioned this on the podcast, Rob. If you go through the teams at the top and you also check the uh, division's top scorer list, each of those top teams will have 
you know, a, a player who's bagged 15 to 20 goals. We haven't got that. Um, but it is a team game. Um, and all that matters really is a result at the end of it. Yes, I would, I would like, um, I would like more, um, uh, more goals from our our forward to whichever two he chooses on the day. You know, it, it would be, it, it would be better, you know, to to build their confidence and and um, and help us along. But at the end of the day, as long as the results in our favour, uh, where the goals come from, it uh, it. It doesn't. It, it's irrelevant to me as long as we get the results. Do you think Ryan McGree? That was a, a loss. Having um, you know, it just started to look good, hadn't it, coming into the side, and um, it would be really good to get him back. And because there's a lot of pressure on the on the same three players that played so well in the midfield, haven't they? Crooks, Tav, and Housen. But can you really expect them to play every single game and every single game to the standard that they have done? Well, exactly. I mean, um, Byron, uh, again, something we mentioned in previous podcasts, Byron, the top two who um, Chris Wilde has changed on a regular basis. Everybody else, apart from the odd injury, like Dykesdale and Bowler, everybody else has been fairly um, um, well used, you know, and, mm. and, and they've been sort of like part of the furniture and, and you know that they're going to be on the team sheet. So, yeah, this international break, Will will give us a chance, you know, to um to to let those players rest, and also, obviously, we had Dale went off against Chelsea, um, McNair went off against Chelsea, but apparently he's uh, he's starting for uh, Ireland in one of their friendlies, so his injury must have cleared up. Um, but it just gives this break gives us a chance um to 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 give, like you say, those midfield players who, who have. Who've really, really put it in, especially, especially Tav and Housen, uh, Housen at, at 30, 33 year old or whatever he is. You know, he's he's, but he's being given a new lease of life under under Wilder. But uh, they, they do they do deserve this this break, and I hope they come back refreshed because we've got potential nine games, uh, twelve games left. Uh, and the outcome at the end of that could be huge for this club, for this town. It could be massive. I think I think the McGree thing is going to be a, mass, a massive boost for us if we can get him back fully fit. Because, like what you have said, we've not seen that much of him. But what we have seen of him, he looks really tidy on the ball. He'll have a dig from outside the box. And I think if he starts playing, Tav might go a left wing back. Then you've got Jones one side, Tav on the other. It gives us. It gives us another added threat going forward on the other side, so we won't be as one-dimensional and just going down the right-hand side. I, I think once he gets in that team, I don't, I don't see him getting out of the team. Agree? I, I think he looks, he looks really tidy. I, I think, um, I think one thing we've got to address for for me uh, is that left-hand side of our play. We seem to be very one-sided. Obviously, we're, we're very reliant on on Jones doing the business going forward and, and unlocking the potential to get in and around um, whatever back line we're playing. And teams are sussing that out because they're, they're loading that side of the pitch up, uh, you know, massively. I just think if we if we were clever and we use someone like Tav, who is, is quite inept in getting down the left-hand side and just use him to work with either if it's going to be Taylor, if it's going to be Buller, or even if it's going to be Tav himself on that left wing back uh, role, I think that that left hand side needs to be utilised a lot more, and I think it's something that uh, we've got to work on because being heavily reliant on one wing, we all watched it with Adama um, when he was here. We we massively relied on him going down one wing and unlocking defences. And look at look at the Villa playoff game. You know, Villa closed that down very quickly, and we got absolutely no success. And the only time we got a shot on target was was down in the bar from a free kick. So. I think if we're going to go, we're going to keep going the way we are. I think we've got to work out a way to get that left hand side involved. Even if you know we we you know lose teams into thinking we are going down that way, then you know that that wicked ball that Crooks or Housen can play, they push it straight across the pitch, and all of a sudden you've got that bit of access going in. So I just think you know there's nothing wrong with what we're doing. I just think if we use what we've got a bit smarter. Um, obviously, a lot of players coming back in, like some agree, obviously, uh, injury-wise. 
coming in. We've got options up up, up top. Um, let's say Balogun, Connolly, both starting to hit the goals as well. Uh, Crooks, obviously, form of his life at the moment. Housing, um, Benjamin Button. You know, he never <laughs> never seems to wage. Um, it just it looks like a new lease of life. I just think if we, what, if we use what we've got smartly, I can't see I can't see many teams figuring it that out and and getting the better of us. And it's we're only going to get better as the weeks go on for me. Yeah, we have we have got the quality of um, of the top six. You know, we have got the, the we have every right to be in the top six. But but obviously, lots of factors um, come into play. You know. We need to be fairly lucky with injuries. Um, yeah. You know, we, we need to uh, we, we need to maybe sometimes rely on, on on other other people's results as well. So it's all got to fall in place. But um, I, I, I I'm fairly confident that top six is easily within our grasp. And um, you know, it it starts on Saturday. And like I say, I, I can't wait. Last last weekend was. Without football, it was um, it, it, it was difficult, you know. But um, but but it's back now, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to it so much. If I could pinpoint to each one of you, I'll start with you, JJ. How many points do you feel we need to get in them playoffs out of these nine games left? Points total points total out of the nine games. Out of the nine games, obviously, I know we're on. Is it fifty nine points we're on? Um, how many points do we need to get into them playoffs? Um, I'd say we'll do it with 16. 16. Rob, what are you looking at? I never thought of this at all because it's just every step of the way you, you look at, it's been so many teams involved and not, not, not necessarily the same teams that week by week, the, the picture just keeps changing, doesn't it? So, uh, I, I suppose just like we said about these four away games, took them as a whole. That, that if we if we if we end up winning two and drawing one, then if 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 we could if we win all our home games, then then that might be that that might put us in a good position. But we just can't look at everyone else as well, haven't we? That's it. Exactly, John. How many points are you looking at? I'm looking at twenty-seven. Get us on eighty-six. That'll finish us second. <laughs> <laughs> Six, I agree. 16, 75 points should be enough to make the playoffs. And and I don't care. We play in the playoffs. Not bothered. There's no preference? None at all. There's no, there's no team you, you, you'd want to avoid? Sheffield United no. away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with that. <laughs> but no, no, I'd agree with you, boys. Um, I think 16 points gets us in. I think I've, I've, I've happily said five wins. I think five wins and we're in. Because um, five wins will get to 74, and if we can pick up you know, one or two points after that, I think that'll do it. And if we miss out because of, you know, on 75, 76 points, we're massively unlucky, massively. And um, one word out, answer out of all of you. Start with you, Rob. Will we get the playoffs, yes or no? Yeah. John? <laughs> yes. JD? Yes. Full out, yes. Yeah, I think we'll get it. So, happy <laughs> days. So, right, we'll start with um, let's start preview of game one of of this night, this little mini league. We've got nine games, um, three thousand seven hundred behind the goal. Uh, it's going to be a new stand. It's going to be a, it's going to be live. It's going to be bouncy. It's dead easy to get to, straight down the A one. So it's not massive <laughs> trouble. Uh, JD, we're heading down Saturday morning. Um, Obviously, you've mentioned it before, but how much are you looking forward to this one? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not it's not as far as it really. I mean, people going by train, it's an hour and a half. It'll be maximum three hours uh, on on the bus, you know. So, so yeah, that that's enough time to uh, to get as well in the mood for the game. Um, and it's the start, like you say, the start of the running for me and. Um, and it's vital that we get off to a good start. So, so I'm, I'm usually looking forward to it. I just, I really can't wait. I mean, it's what we're recording this Tuesday night. Um, you know, 
it's not far away, you know. Um, yeah, looking forward to it so much. Yeah, it's getting it's getting close now. Um, it's, it, 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 you know, we've all counted down to this little run here. It's going to be massive. But, um, yeah, John, obviously you're, you're heading down with me and JD um, Saturday morning. Um, looking forward to it. Exciting times, yeah. Um, I mean, we've seen a, f- a few away days recently where we've we've not really performed. Barnsley, first half. Sheffield United was another one. But special mention to the fans, 3,700 for a, a trip a trip to Peterborough. I think that show, tells you all you need to know about what the fans think we can do this season. Uh, I, I can't wait. It's, it's, uh, like I said before, every game in this division is tough, but it's about how we apply ourselves on Saturday. And if we apply ourselves in the correct manner and play as well as we can, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be bringing the three points back on Saturday night. I hope so. Rob, Rob, I imagine you'll be making the trip down. Um, yeah. As you usually are. Are you looking forward to this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, and I think that it, what John said is a really good point, that that will that many will will uh, many of our rivals take as many fans to to the away games they may well not and uh, it's good it, it, it's definitely helps us doesn't it and um i'm yeah i'm really looking forward to it especially after that birmingham game which was such an important one to win because yeah um yeah, thinking back to sheffield united barnsley and bristol city we just kept conceding the first goal <laughs> And then quickly followed by a second goal, but it's that. Let's hope we can really build off that of, of that Birmingham result, and I'm sure that it's everybody's got much more belief. Uh, again, you know, restored with amongst the fans, and obviously Hayden Coulson won't be playing for Peterborough. So, um, but it's a few years since we've played there. There are kind of there are a yo-yo team really aren't between this division and the division below, and, and it's it's a it's a it's kind of a worrying. Facet, isn't it that um, the same teams are going up and down between be- between the, the three leagues, really? Um, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's obviously there's a big gulf in in both directions, but um, no sympathy. We, we we go there to win, don't we? Of course we do. Of course we do. But um, JD, what kind of Peterborough side are you looking? Are you expecting to see on Saturday? Obviously, we've gone from they've gone from two extremes. Obviously, they've, they've suffered. Um, poor defeats at the likes of Derby away, but then they say before the national break, going to to the Kyan Prince Stadium and, and beating QPR, one of the you know the favourites to get a playoff spot. It's just you know anybody can beat anyone in this league, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and what I'm expecting is is a team who will be um, fighting uh, to stay up, you know. Uh, it's it, it's still within their grasp if, if they get results like they did against QPR. Um, they're at home uh, after an international break, so their fans will, will be keen to get back to football just as we are. Um, so I, I, it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough game. But you know, John said it earlier. There's no games in this. There's no easy games in this league. There's no games where you can take your foot off the gas. I mean, we, we come through. Um, we come through a. Um, a massively tough tie uh, at the den, um, physical, physical, and, and we 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 battled for a point, and then we got three at uh, Birmingham against uh, what I thought on the night was a very poor Birmingham side. You could see the amount of um, sort of apathy uh, on the pitch and in the stands at Birmingham at the moment. They, they, their fans are going through a torrid time, um, but but you know P- Peterborough that they're, they're Rob said that they're, they're a bit of a yo-yo uh, club between divisions, and um, you know that they, they, they'll want they'll want to maintain their sort of championship status. So they're going to be battling hard, but we've got the better quality in, in player. But you know, quality needs to be matched by effort, endeavour, drive, passion, and um, if we can get all them right, then then we can we can win this and uh, and. And then look forward to the second game in our run of nine. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what the fans will give behind that goal. Um, so you know that we expect nothing, nothing less. You know, we all expect to win every week. But if you just give exactly everything that we give you, give it back to us, and you know, we'll, we won't, we won't grumble. But 
You expect obviously you look at the team that we had against Chelsea. You know we went we went full strength, which I fully expect us to do. Would you make any changes from that from that team um, that we did put out against the Blues? Riley McGree yeah. come Riley McGree comes in for me and moved to have to left wing back if he's fit. Yeah, that's what I was going to add. You know, I mean, I, 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 I'm still waiting to see updates on Fry. Still waiting to see updates on Spora, um, Riley McGree. You know, so really, it's um, it, it's it's dependent on who's available on the day. You know, but uh, if if we could keep by and large the same team that we put out against Chelsea, I'll be happy. What what do we make about this situation with Spora at the moment? You know, the club's only saying that he's he's out through illness, but if you if you go through you know whatever social media outputs that you look at, he's, he's been here, there, and everywhere with his missus, and his and you know it it's, it's I, 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 it maybe me speaking. It just something doesn't seem quite right with what's going on at the moment. Um, I, I, it's, it's something I want to obviously I want you to put a, you know lift the lid on see if you boys had a bit of a. An enlightenment, you know, an opinion on what's going on and what you think is going on. Well, if he's ill again on Saturday, I think we'll be speculating because he started for Slovenia, didn't he, the other day? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's not. He's not really. Um, he's not really been on top form for a, a fair while, hasn't he? And and it's funny, isn't it? You 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 think back to his performance when he started for us at the City Ground and that finish that he did there was absolutely phenomenal and he's never really threatened to he's never even even threatened to 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 score in the same way since then and um i think he's he's obviously had a lot of really good good impact in a lot of games and and obviously scored he's he's second top scorer now isn't he yeah. Brooks, is that right yeah yeah but but at the same time i always think that when he scores a goal i never i never um see any signs that he's going to actually He's going to score a second or a third. He, he, he never, he never looks like he's, he's going to do that. And I think there's a lot of notches he can go up on his, on his, on his levels, on his performance levels for us. And I, I hope that can be the case because, because right now, um, I, I, yeah, I've, I've no idea what's going on with it, with his head or his, his health or whatever. But he doesn't, he doesn't quite, he's not quite doing enough for me. Um, and and I wonder whether the time might be right for Duncan Watmore to start again. Throw yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I agree. I think Spora's got um, got got some quality. You know, we saw, like you say, Robert not Forrest when he he he, let, he he sort of let the ball run alongside him and just laddied it straight into the back of the net mm. before the keeper even moved. It was a tremendous finish and what a great introduction. Um, and he's shown signs in games, you know, where he moves into the right areas, doesn't get the ball, becomes frustrated. Um, and I think, um, I think since since Wild has brought in Balogun and uh, and and Connolly, that I don't know whether he feels his, his nose has been pushed out the joint a little bit, and he's maybe um, <laughs> maybe his head's not there because because of this. Some 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 players. Don't take to uh, don't take to competition particularly well. Others knuckle down and, and sort of force the manager to take notice of them. Um, it doesn't it doesn't appear to be that way with with Spora, but I like him as a player and I'd, I'd like to see him you know um, fight to, to to get that shirt um, that starting um, spot because that's what you want. You want players who don't just expect it. They, they, they want to fight to be in the team. Um, so that's what I want him to do from now on. If we could get a player like Spora or, or, or Balogun or Connolly or Watmore, and, and if they could go on a scoring run now, that could clinch everything, couldn't it? It would yeah. be absolutely pivotal, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, yeah. I mean, I've, get, I've given Spora a little bit of stick the last, last few weeks. But actually, we're playing against the team that's near the bottom of the league. I'd maybe start him on Saturday and just say, look, don't, don't maybe work the channels as much as what the other players do. Give us a focal point as, a, as an actual centre-forward. And he's decent, he's decent on the ball. 
I'd I'd maybe start Spora on Saturday after me. Mm. Mm. Just, yeah, I mean, with 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 the formation we play, we can have two focal points. You know, we don't need our two front men running. You know, going out and and bringing the ball in. You know, that's what we've got wing backs for. That's what our midfield's for. You know, even the bombing on centre half. That's like that's their job to get the ball in the box as quick as possible. That's how that's how Wilder plays. So, I think it's it's probably not a bad shout to give Sapporo a goal because he seems to play better when he's got the goal in front of him and he's not having to run out wide to go and get the ball. He's you know he's not bringing the play to him. It's you know we bring the, we bring the play to him. If that makes sense, you know it's you know he he he'd rather say give me a chance and I'll put the ball in the net. You know I don't want to make my own chances. You know, he's that kind of striker. And that, you know, you know that, some strikers like that do work quite well. I just think his work rate is obviously not impressed what Alder as much because he's, he's stuck with Balogun and Connolly, you know, for a few games now. They've stuck with every, you know, what have you made of their little partnership, Balogun and Connolly? Because they're starting, they're starting to glue a little bit now. And, you know, I, I felt, especially against Birmingham, I, mean, I won't judge him against Chelsea, you know, it's a different calibre of player. Against Birmingham, they were fe- they were feeding each other quite well, and they, they knew when one was going to drop back and one was going to go forward, and they knew exactly when each other was going to make that run. It seemed like the little partnership was starting to grow a little bit more. Yeah, and that that's what that's what we need from them. You know, we need um, we need a good pair. Uh, just going back to Spotter, I, I think he has been guilty of missing some. Fairly simple one-on-ones in at key moments in games, uh, and you know I, I think that might have knocked his confidence badly. Um, so, so maybe that's why you know Wilders took him to one side. We don't know. I'm I'm just speculating. But but with regards uh, Connolly and Balligan, um, yeah, I agree that, that they do seem to be developing some sort of understanding. Um, you know, but. While we've got like four forwards plus Josh Corbett, I'm I was going to throw throw him in the mix. Mm. Whilst we've got um, the four forwards that he's used and and Corbett, because I thought Corbett done really well against Chelsea. Um, he, he wasn't he wasn't afraid of the reputation of of um, of Silva and Hernandez. You know, he he really sort of give give uh, give everything, uh, and he didn't uh, he didn't show himself up in any way. Um, while we've got the four plus one striker in Coburn, you know we've got options there. It's just how um, how best to use them. Um, and like Rob says, if, if just one of those players could go on a a, a a run of getting five or six goals in in, in the next in the next nine games, that would help our cause tremendously. Yeah, I think we all said to me, me, you, me, John, and Steve after the Birmingham game that that Balogun and Connolly that was the best. Best they've played as a pair. I think we all agreed on that after after the Birmingham game. So, so he might look at that and maybe and maybe say, look, we've started to, to form a bit of a partnership. They're gelling together a bit more, and they might they might he might go over that on Saturday. That's it. I mean, because for, for me, good promotion teams have a standout striker. I know there's obviously rare occasions where you know the whole team chips in and gets the goals, but. This season, obviously, Fulham have got Mitrovic. Let's um, say Bournemouth have got Solanke. Um, Sheffield United have got Billy Sharp scoring goals again. You know, there's teams around us that have got goal scorers. But you look at us and you can't think, who's the first person that springs to mind when you think he's going to bang a goal today? We haven't got that kind of player. Might work in our advantage, might not. But I just think one of our strikers needs to step up now and get five or six goals in these last nine games and really cement a goal scorer feel about us and, you know, be that focal point and, uh, and give us that little nudge that'll give us them 16 points and get us into them playoff spots. I think that's, that's the only thing we're missing this season. I bet Josh Coburn or Duncan Watmore would really fancy the chances of being that player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't see why not. Um, is it, it, could be any, it could be any one of them five, any one of them. Um, I just feel that one of them needs to step up now and, and be that player. That's all. But, um, 
Before we finish, JD, I'll start with you. Score prediction Saturday. Put your neck on the line. Um, 3-1 to the Borough. 3-1. Do you fancy Borough scoring then? Right, OK. Um, John? I'm going to go 4-0. <laughs> 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 I haven't even had a drink. Look at me. Um, well, go on, Rob. Bring us back down to earth. <laughs> um, I was going to say two one. I think uh, I think Peterborough do like can do a, a pack a bit of a threat, don't they, up front? But yeah, I'm hoping we're going to win, and I, I'm hoping John's prediction's right. Then we'll all have a drink, won't we? Afterwards, then. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Yeah. I, I think I think for, I think three one as well. I, I, you say Peterborough. Like a goal, you know they've got they've got players that score. Um, I say one player I look at is is particularly Johnson Clark Harris, who's um, a bit of a danger for them. So hopefully we can keep them quiet. But yeah, we should have way way too much for them. Um, but I said that against Bristol City. I said that against Barnsley. So I'm just hoping and praying that we turn up. And um, you know, it just seems that with a big big um, following behind the goal we just seem to dip a little bit and I just hope that's not the case this time and we turn up and we get our nine game run off to a, a brilliant start but um, yeah it is open it is yeah fingers crossed so um, and just like that we're done again um, Rob thank you so much for popping on and having a chat with us always good pleasure. to talk thanks to very you. much um, JD John um I'll see you on the uh, the Jaeger train on Saturday. Um, <laughs> yeah, should be a good one. And um, yeah, thank you very much for listening, for commenting, for liking, for subscribing. Um, yeah, get involved, you know, and we'll have a chat next week, hopefully. Celebrate three points. And um, yeah, thank you very much. I'll leave it there. Up the borough. Cheers, lads. Up the borough. Up the borough. Up the borough.